the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome, Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday. I hope everyone's having a great day. Listen, we got a ton of things to talk about. Uh, a, a rally here going in gold and silver, uh, economic data. All the data points that we thought we knew, throw them away. Uh, apparently, major revisions from jobs to job openings, to uh, industrial production, housing, you name it, uh, huge revisions coming across the board in all of them. And this just kind of tells you uh, what's happening here. All of them lower. And, and I'm not talking about just a month lower. We're talking about they've lowered pretty much everything for the entire year. We'll get you up to date on all of those things. We, we had issues, uh, the Japanese yen falling out of bed. It's recovered since then, uh, but they had unemployment higher than expected. But the big news is Japanese car manufacturer Toyota has had to close all of its plants in Japan. Uh, it, 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 believe it or not, it's hard to understand. Uh, they weren't hacked, but apparently, they had an issue with their ordering system. I, I don't know how they didn't know it. And they either don't have parts or they don't have for cars or they don't have parts to fix the machinery. All of their plants closed as we speak. And then, of course, the hurricane Coming to Florida, so there, there's a lot of things uh, to talk about as we're watching what's happening here right now. Gold's up 15, 1933. Silver's up 50 cents. Silver now starting to push up towards $25. The 10-year note down uh, today, and of course that kind of makes sense, right? Because wait a minute, all the data, well, none of it was as good as they said it was. Uh, so the 10-year note coming off a little bit uh, as well. That kind of took the steam out of what was going on with the dollar today. Again, the yen got to almost 148. Of course, uh, that 150 mark is kind of the line in the sand. And, and again, it's just showing all the weakness that there is in fiat money. It doesn't matter where you live. Uh, then, then... Banking, new banking rules coming down uh, from the Federal Reserve. These ones targeting these regional banks that have been under immense amount of pressure. They don't have enough deposits. And now the FDIC is saying, and, and the Federal Reserve, Jason, now they're saying, hey, guess what? You guys got to come up with more money. You got to have uh, more money set aside, which to me anyway says get ready because my guess is a lot of these banks are going to have to be bought up because they're not going to be able 
to get the money on the road. I am that the Fed's not printing a ton of money everywhere, Joe. There's just not a lot of money for these banks. There's not a lot of money for the people. A lot of money, a lot of money floating on for businesses. And you know, let's face it, what money is available? A lot of places aren't getting the loans they need to fund everything. <laughs> and then, of course, everybody that needs ref, uh, refinancing can't afford the new payments and the higher interest. So uh, it sure seems like they, they really want everything to grind to a halt, Joe. And, and uh, I guess there's going to be some winners and losers at the end of this thing. Yeah, so right now, the this proposal, this hasn't gone into effect yet, that all American banks would le- at least $100 billion dollars uh, it, and I, I don't know the exact number, but that's not that many. I hate to say you right. would think, oh, my gosh, that's a ton of banks. No, not really. Nope. We're, we're probably talking, I don't know, less than 100. Less than 100 banks uh, probably are going to be affected by this one. They need to raise money. Uh, and the, the funny thing is, is, Jason, here's what they said, and I don't know how this is going to work. But they're saying to force regional banks, because obviously, yes, the big banks are included. They got more than $100 billion, But this is definitely targeting these regional banks. They said that the banks better be prepared to issue debt to protect depositors in the event of more failures. And Jason, of course, what does that mean? Well, I guess, what well, you got to issue more stock, right? Which, which, who wants that stock? Who's going to buy that stock? My, you know, the, the, could you imagine what would happen if, if one of these banks, okay, we got to go out, we got to we got to raise ten billion dollars, and they go, have a stock offering, and nobody wants to buy it. Their shares plunge. Uh, what few investors they have left probably headed for the door. Uh, let, let's give. Hey, listen, these regulators aren't the sharpest tools in the shed, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, they're saying that the Treasury Department, the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, the Federal Reserve, and the FDIC are all in on the, this plan. So, Jason, th- this is going to, to be very, very interesting. Of course, this is, the, I guess, the best way of telling you all of these agencies, the FDIC, the Treasury, the Comptroller of the Currency, the Federal Reserve, they all know these banks are insolvent because that's what this says. Let, let's not sugarcoat it. This says you're insolvent, right? You don't have. You need more capital because you don't have enough capital to cover losses, Jason. Yeah, I, uh, it's, a, it's a bad spot for a lot of uh, a lot of businesses and banks. I saw the inflation. I saw that inflation line. You know, they calculate it different now, but if you superimpose it with the seventies. The line is exactly the same, and the best they can hope for if it stays this way is inflation will stay the same at best before it launches. Then what are they going to do, Joe? (laughs) Then what? We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here on this Tuesday. A quick look here at the markets. we got the Dow up for now. Uh, again, most of this as the 10-year note falling as huge revisions across the board on all kinds of government data. Maybe that was Bidenomics. Hey, let's just lie 
and overstate how good things really are and hope nobody notices. The Dow's up 100. The S&P's up 30. The, the NASDAQ up almost 200. Gold's up 16. Silver's up 50 cents. Crude oil, uh, actually it's been higher. It, it's up 30 cents, which is kind of a surprise. You'd think crude would be down with all that bad data. The 10-year note at 415. And listen. The news really of the day, I know all these revisions, they're fine. But the news is the banks. And you just, I just shared it with you. Every one of these agencies that really is in charge here, the Fed, the Treasury, the FDIC, the Comptroller of the Currency, they're insolvent. And I'm sorry, I know this was targeting, you know, 50 to 100 banks which is where the vast majority of all the money is, right? You, 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 you take the top 50 bank, now you're talking about, I don't know, 95, 96% of all the deposits. I mean, that's how, you know, it's kind of laughable. You're like, wait a minute, 4,000 banks would only compromise, you know, 4 or 5% of all deposits? Yep, that's kind of, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yes. They don't have the money. Do you not get it yet? I know. I know. But it hasn't fallen apart yet, Double. Come on, the Dow's up 100 points. That's 34,000. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to remind you. The Dow, the Dow was at all-time highs right before the financial crisis. Right before it. Ben Bernanke was talking about raising rates right before the financial crisis. What are these clowns doing right now? Same thing. The same exact thing. And they're doing it. They're raising rates while knowing their banking system's in trouble. Knowing that the debt that they're holding, the treasuries that they're holding, the commercial mortgage-backed securities that they're holding, let's throw mortgage-backed securities in there as well that they're holding aren't worth the paper they're printed on. They're not worth it. We can pretend they are, but they're not. But you want to keep your money in there, go right ahead. See what happens. See what happens. Joe, it's it's something we haven't mentioned very much, but the Fed is a very purposeful-minded organization, whether they be dumb or smart, whether they make decisions that are wise or stupid. But... They're they're they definitely are self self worthy. They they really want to worry about what's going on with the Fed and the Fed system. Technically, the banks aren't a part of their system. Technically, technically, that's just something that facilitates their monetary system. You you could say very much so that what's what's going to happen is is they want to destroy all these banks completely and just have them only. If they have a you know think about it, Joe. If they have if they could put it in place that they are the only money system and everybody's on this new digital money. They really don't need the banks. They, we could go to zero banks. It is possible if everyone's got their Walmart card, which is their CBDCs, right? So, I mean, you could actually see a situation where, well, let's just get rid of all of them. But now we just don't need them anymore as soon as we put our digital currency in place. And if, well, what if they just destroy the banks completely, Joe, and then they have their little solution? Here it is. Here it is. We don't need them anymore. tell you, the problem is anyone who's got money in those banks – you're going to pay the price for that. That's why, check out our friends at Y-Refi. Up to 10.25% returns 
There are no fees. There's no games. It's fixed. They don't care about the rates. They don't care about what the FDIC says about banks and raising capital and all of this other nonsense. You know, and when you're starting to talk about what we're really facing, wait till we get to all the revised data. You're not going to believe it. Uh, inflation isn't going anywhere. It's eroding uh, your money. Uh, this is something like I said. Why refi? Just if you if you say, hey, you're gonna have it for a year. Maybe you want to just say, you know what? I'm gonna take the next year off. You still get six point two five, six point two five percent. If you're never, if you're not planning on touching that money, what are you doing here? Check them out. Invest. Whyrefi.com. That's the word. Invest. The letter Y R E F Y dot com. Or call them at eight eight eight. Why refi 24? And of course, you know, you got to have at least $50,000. But Jason, the government was really busy today. So I'm sitting here, you know, I get in here uh, early in the morning. You know, last night gold was up, mostly because the Japanese yen was very weak last night. They had really bad unemployment data. And then as we, uh, as you came in, you know, at, at about three o'clock, four o'clock this morning, gold was down a few dollars. The Dow was down, uh, cause you know, the dollar strength. And then all of a sudden, I look at my screen and gold and silver just take off. And I'm like, what, what's going on? I didn't see anything happening. You know, you go to CNBC. Heck, CNBC still hasn't put it up on their website to let you know, right? They don't want you to know. And then I finally found it. I finally saw it all. Uh, the government today essentially coming out and saying, hey, all this economic data this year, uh, we've overstated all of it. It started with the JOLTS number. So the JOLTS number is, hey, how many job openings are there? And this is a very, very, very overstated number. Why do I say that? Because a lot of companies, and I know, I know a lot of people in in the job industry. A couple of good friends of mine have their own re, uh, recruiting companies. I know headhunters. I know people. I know recruiters for Fortune 500 companies. In other words, they work for the Fortune 500 companies. They're like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the job openings we have, they're not real. We don't actually have a job for that. Well, we're just collecting resumes. That's what they like to do. We're, we're collecting resumes. But this is a number that has been sky high. You know, 9, 10, 11 million people, the, the, the job openings. They were expecting 9.5 million jobs to, uh, to be open it came in at just 8.8 million. You're like, well, so 8.8, that's a big no. That's outside of COVID. There's never been a bigger month-to-month job openings ever. Obviously, uh, COVID, right? Nobody was hiring, you know, when they were shutting everything down. But they weren't done. So, by the way, that number... Uh, was the third biggest on record, that drop in jobs. But they weren't done. Then they had to come out and say, well, actually, actually, uh, we've overstated the jolts number pretty much all year. And they revised all the previous month's 
lower. But they weren't done. Then they said, you know that monthly jobs data, you know, that, that we like to put out there, telling you how many jobs we created? Well, we overstated that number. They, Jason, they took every single month, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, revised them all lower to the tune of over 300,000 less jobs created for the year. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big number, you know, when, when you really think about it. But, but wait, there's more. This is like a bad TV commercial. Industrial production. Last month, they expected three-tenths of a percent. They said it was one percent. Now, by the way, that's a huge number in industrial production. Uh, they revised that lower to negative eight-tenths of a percent. So they weren't even close. Right, and no wonder why the Atlanta GDP number was so far off. Manufacturing production, they expected zero. It came in at half of a percent. It got revised lower to negative half of a percent. Capacity utilization, you get the picture, revised lower. Uh, like I said, three months of job openings, by the way, three months of job openings revised lower by 1.5 million. That is the biggest three-month drop outside of COVID. Uh, and, and according to the, uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Jason, the only thing that they said was really better was, according to them, IT Transportation, warehousing, and utilities. Everywhere else, healthcare, business services, education, government, all of these other things revised drastically lower. <laughs> and so, again, I don't know. You tell me. Well, warehousing not going down. You know, we, we, we reported a couple of years ago about how uh, they remember all the ships in the sea, all that stuff we were talking about. And they were, there was a rapid record pace in building new warehouses. And moving stuff around, putting stuff in places, ships don't have anywhere to put stuff because no one's going to buy stuff anymore, Joe. It's, I find it interesting that uh, it, almost the, the ones that didn't go down make a lot of sense as, as uh, warehousing being something that, I mean, they're just stuffing every crack and crevice full of stuff, hoping that when the economy comes back, they can sell this junk. You know, they're, they're putting a Band-Aid over and they're, they're trying to fake what's going to happen. You know, they, they, there's not enough fingers going into the dam anymore. But the fingers are still there, right? You know, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you, if I had a finger the dam trying to hold the thing up, I'd be the first one to pull my finger and get out of there before the thing collapses on everybody else trying to hold it together. Because that's that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. It's like, yeah, the, the dam's dam. breaking, Joe. Uh, how about Best Buy today? Best Buy. Now, if you read the head, oh, Best Buy beat, beat earnings. Must have been good. Must have been great. Mm, no. Uh, same store sales down 7%. Yeah. But wait, there's more. Best Buy said what every other retailer said. Uh, that's the best number we're going to have for the rest of the year. It is only going to get worse. But don't worry because the CEO is – well, I think maybe next year uh, things will, will bottom out. I, I hope he's right. Uh, but, Jason – 
this is how it works. It's always gradual at first. Always. It's a little bit here, a little bit there. Now we find out, well, the government's been overstating a lot of data points. And now all of a sudden, the actual companies, the, the real guys, when they're coming out with these earnings, they're all saying the same exact thing. The Dallas Manufacturing Index, that came out yesterday. You should have seen what they were saying in this report. And this is Texas. The fo- Here was a, a direct quote. The phone is not ringing. The phone yeah. is not ringing. Nobody is buying, Jason, is what they're saying. This is going to be one of these things where, uh, based on today, with all these revisions, I'm assuming that the jobs number is going to be more muted than maybe we expected. Maybe. That leaves the inflation data point, right, as maybe a stickler. I really am smelling no rate hike as of today, right now. A pause on this rate hike, and you know what? The data may get bad enough that they don't raise at the next meeting either. Oh, that absolutely can happen. Absolutely, but here's what I'm that doesn't thinking. By the way, that does not mean inflation went away. That, that's that, correct. That doesn't that's, mean that. That's not what I'm saying, right? What I'm saying is the economy's in trouble. Yeah, well, well, well I got a comment or two about what I'm worried about because I think they have their plan in place. I think they're trying to copy the 70s, but I'm wondering if they've if they've missed something, and I wonder if it's going to get much worse than they even know, Joe. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday. So tough day. I mean, gold's up eighteen. Gold's at the highs of the day, nineteen thirty six. Silver's at the highs of the, of the day, up fifty five cents, uh, twenty four eighty. Uh, platinum's been on the move. Uh, the, the The data keeps coming ex- across the board today. Usually. When we get a lot of data, we get that mix bag. Well, some says rate hikes, some says don't. Today, it was all on the don't side. Consumer confidence. This is a number they love. I don't love it, but they love it. Fell unexpectedly, erasing all of the gains of the summer. Right? Remember I told you that June and July, that calm that they were reporting? Well, first of all, all the data was wrong. So it really wasn't as calm as they thought. And, and of course, why do I get the feeling maybe the one data that would go higher would be inflation? Right? Maybe, right? Why do I have that feeling? But uh, the pullback in confidence was across the board. It was everywhere. Didn't matter the income. Uh, most notably, the biggest drop, was in incomes of over $100,000 or more, Jason. But it didn't matter. They said it didn't matter uh, if you're earning 50000 100000 a million. Uh, the consumer, huge drop in confidence in August. At the same time, a big increase in inflation expectations. Yeah, that's kind of the, the issue here is uh, 
you know, if they do, they go to pausing the rates and and uh, they're hoping that the inflation continues to stay where it's at or, or go lower, which is what they're hoping for. When I was looking at this line last night, that obviously they, they calculate inflation differently now than they did in the 70s and 80s. But uh, one of the guys I was watching, they put the uh, the, the graph together, and, and that uh, that late 60s, early 70s line where inflation rose up and then it came down, well, we're at the, it's the exact same line. So we're getting down to the point where it kind of settled for a while in the 70s, and then the late 70s or late 80s, it just went off like a rocket ship. And I'm wondering if the Fed, Joe, is hoping that they're, they're achieving the same situation. But I'm wondering if they've miscalculated. They just they really don't know the size of the, you know, they're hoping. But I don't know if they really know the size of the issue. And, and if with inflation, it could come back faster than the 70s and be much more severe and much more higher. Because in the 70s, they, it actually measured up over 15% or something like that. Joe, it's going up to 20% inflation. Uh, in the late 70s, early 80s, it got massively bad after it was bad for a while. So we, we had the bad for a while. It seems like it's coming back. It's it's so eerily similar, but the problems now are so much different. They're so much more uh, just complicated, right, Joe? There's way more issues to, to, to fight than just the inflation, which is what Volcker did in the 70s and 80s. It made him out to be some sort of a hero by, you know, going out and fighting the fight, pulled out his sword, and he chopped up the economy a little bit and just rose those rates so that he got the inflation under control. But it's not the same place. $33 trillion in debt, right, Joe? And, and, and a banking situation uh, that's just abysmal. Uh, who knows? Who, who knows exactly if the Fed's on top of this or what they're, you know, once again, what is their real goals? Help all they want. You know what? They always help themselves. I like to look at the central banks of the 1800s. All they were were self-serving, Joe. They were always self-serving. You know, we, we, we kind of get to the whole point, well, well, they want things to get better, and they're trying to help stop these problems, really. They always cause the problems. We just don't know if they're doing it on purpose. Right. And, and uh, yeah, they never, they never claim that they've caused the problem. And this one, quite simply, they absolutely, especially with what's going on in the banks, the reason that they need to, you know, remember, too big to fail. I thought you guys had this all fixed. Obviously, the requirements for capital that you set then are now garbage. They're now garbage. Why is it? Why are they garbage? Were you wrong when you made those rules up in 08, 09, 2010? No, what happened was you decided to make those rules and then have idiotic economic policies that now that rates are going, you know, really, rates are still not quite to normal. They're right near normal now outside of when well outside of the like the last 15 years if you throw the last 15 years into the garbage this would be normal and yet their banking system can't survive with rates being normal and this is what the problem is they caused this they did this I feel bad for these banks because when it all happens, listen, people are going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. You're going to be, everyone's going to be mad. Yep. And by and large, for a lot of these banks, the guys that were running the banks are going to be like, it wasn't my fault. I did what, I was forced to do these things. I had no choice, Jason. And they're just going to conveniently forget about all the criminality that happened leading up to 2008, which is really the problem we're in. The criminality took it to a whole new level. They may they may have had a chance to even 
if the Fed cared, they could have stopped this whole thing back before 2008, stopped the criminality. And so this time around, Joe, it's, 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 it's going to crash and burn, but the criminality isn't as high. It's not as bad as it was in 2008. This gives them the excuses like, well, it was COVID. It just got out of control. There's nothing we can do. Now we got to fix what's in front of us. But go back. I, go back. That's why I, 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 uh, I watched the big short so regularly because you, you have to remember how much criminality was going on, how much corruptness was going on. And, Joe, I was I'll back you up completely because I was watching uh, some local news talking about, you know, you know, some some buildings, some buildings are are going under. They're they're walking out, you know, corporate loans, that whole thing. And of course, the guy in the news, you know, of course, they just chirp out whatever the whatever's written for them. But you know, they said that they said it. Well, with the rates being so high now, they they're not able to refinance. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I said I said this last night. These are the rates where they're supposed to be. The news report, all oh, these high rates are going to cause all these corporate loans to be bad. It's like, well, wait a minute. It's not, this, is, this is where the lo- banking is a business. They make money. You can't have 0% interest rates and make money unless there's something r- rigged. And so here we are. Where, you know, it's all coming to a head here. And now since they don't have you know, CDOs and MBSs that are rated at, at the wrong levels, you know, they don't have all this stuff going on at the level that was in 2008. Now they can just say, oh, it's, it's just a natural problem. There's nothing we can do. We didn't cause it, Joe. It's terrible. It's terrible. It, it, they it's, did all it, of it. it, it it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if more downgrades follow on these regional banks uh, as they, now this is a, this is only a proposal today. And again, when they put it out there, th- this is them telegraphing, right? This this is going to happen, right? But they're just telegraphing it ahead of time. Are the rating yep. agencies going to come out and issue even more downgrades yep. based on some of these banks' ability and or inability to raise capital? We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Thursday. Gold's up almost nineteen dollars now. Uh, nineteen uh, thirty-seven. Silver up fifty-seven cents, uh, approaching twenty-four dollars eighty-five cents. Uh, so silver uh, once again flexing its muscle here. A big jump. In premiums on silver eagles didn't take long, did it? Uh, we had that that drop back. Uh, silver eagle premiums jumped a dollar an ounce on top of the rise, right? So you almost, you know, you're you're getting you're closing in on a two dollar jump in silver eagles. Listen, the best if you're looking, at, hey, what do I what, what do you recommend silver wise? The half dollar premiums. And the diamond quarter premiums didn't rise today, but they normally follow the silver eagle premium. So if it's me today, I'm buying rolls of silver half dollars at two hundred thirty dollars a roll. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Now some of you say, "Well, I want dimes. They're one ten quarters at two twenty. That's where I would put my silver money to work today." On the gold side. We're going to hold, I'm, I'm ignoring the prices today, $20 gold pieces, $21.90. $21.90, they're going to be over $2,200 tomorrow unless there's, you know, some type of, I don't know. Obviously, we didn't expect all of this today, right, with the regional bank stuff, 
And, all, and then the, the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics say, well, we got all the data wrong. Uh, so twenty-one ninety on the twenty-dollar gold pieces, one-tenth ounce gold eagles. This is a this is a buy I like. One-tenth ounce gold eagles, two hundred and fifty dollars. So uh, you've got a lot of options there. Uh, I like the the half dollars. Remember, they're uh, at the height of premiums. Half dollar premiums were matching silver eagle premiums. So uh, jump on these half dollars at two hundred and thirty dollars a roll. Uh, the tenth ounce at two fifty. Obviously, the twenty dollar gold piece you can't go wrong there. Two thousand one hundred and ninety dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And it's going to be interesting how this is going to play out uh, as the FDIC, the Treasury, all of these guys, the, the Fed. Said, hey, the banks with over a hundred billion dollars, they need even more capital. We already knew that. Here's the problem, Jason. The banks with under a hundred billion dollars, they need more capital. It's it's a debt money system. They always need capital. And if you're not slowly increasing the money supply and keeping that healthy, uh, you're going to have a bad debt money system. So as long as there's a debt money system, you got to increase the money supply. It's just it. Here's the thing. Even if we had a good, a, a good monetary system that was honest coming from the treasury, the treasury is supposed to increase the money supply if the population increases. That's just, it's actually supposed to you're supposed to increase the money supply to keep a, a healthy economy. And if the economy is growing, you slow down the, the the money supply a little bit. And if it if it uh, slows down way too much, you increase the money supply and you, and you keep things. Kind of, you know, that's how you're supposed to keep boom and bust cycles. And, and, and the again, bankers, the increase in population, you're talking to like 0.1%, right? It, it, these were yes. tiny increases in the money. So not what these guys did, right? Think about what they've no. done. They, they, I mean, they, they, it's outrageously idiotic. But listen, I've been changing my tune on what's coming. We're going digital, period. And believe me, all you people that are going to leave that money in the bank, watch it go away. I'm just telling you. Watch it go away. But I told you, I don't know that the government is going to need to outlaw cash. I think the businesses will do it for them. Well, guess what today? It's time to put the cash away, according to the headlines. Taco Bell and other popular fast food chains are considering becoming digital only. In the very near future, during an earnings call, the parent company Yum Brand, so Yum Brand, Taco Bell, KFC, uh, they they also own Frito-Lay, and and I think Pepsi's part of that too. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but they own a lot of crap, okay? How's that? Said that they have a plan to move to 100% digital at its restaurants. Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, KFC, among others. Young Brand said it's already testing the use of artificial intelligence to take drive-through orders. Right, yeah, get rid of the person at the drive-through. And oh, by the way, yeah, we're getting ready to turn off the cash all together. And Jason, this is all you guys need to know. Why are they doing it? Why do you think Young Brands doesn't know what's going on? Believe me, they know what's going on. 
you know, COVID did just show everybody that you make a mask mandate, no law, a mask mandate, and everybody's wearing a mask. You know, there's a few guys like me out there that wouldn't wear them, but when everybody's wearing them, you're the one not wearing them. It's the same thing with cash. Yeah, Joe's exactly right. All they'll do is they'll just make cash more expensive. Hey, yeah, we'll take the cash, but we have a, it's called a, a human charge or something. A human actually has to count this out and, and make the change, and then we have one person left in the building that can actually count money, so we have to bring that person forward. And and, and so this, you know, it's a it's a $10 fast food run for you if you use your card, but it's a it's a $15 charge on you uh, if you use cash and, and i don't go to taco bell i don't um and if i did my wife does like it i don't i think it's terrible but anyway that's sorry taco bell uh, i do like kfc <laughs> if that makes you feel any better but but uh neither here nor there uh, apparently jason they have kiosk in all their stores now oh and they're boy. saying they're saying that yeah that's going to be the wave of the future that Hey, we're going to automate the drive-through. There's going to be, like Jason said, there's only going to be one or two people in the building. Uh, and and Taco Bell, they're saying, hey, listen, we're not even going to take cash. It, it makes no sense, right? We won't take any cash. That's going to be what we can expect. And obviously, if they're doing it, right, McDonald's is going to do it. Burger King's going to do it. Wendy's going to do it, right? Cash is going away. I hope you're ready for it. 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I we're coming right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Tuesday. Uh, gold up nineteen dollars. Silver up sixty cents right now. Uh, rolls of silver half dollars. Two two hundred thirty dollars. I think that's where you want to be here. Uh, silver Eagle premiums jumped a dollar overnight. Uh, on top of a, a big price jump, right? I mean, that's a, a big move there. The good part is uh, the utility silver, those premiums, they, they lag a little bit. So right now, uh, no premium uh, hike on those. So that's why I'm saying get those half dollars today on the gold side. 2190 on a $20 gold piece, fantastic price. And then, of course, the 10th ounce American gold eagle, the golden dime, right? We're talking about cash here. Down to two fifty today, so save ten dollars. Gold's up twenty, and yet you're saving ten dollars. So uh, that that's a a good opportunity on the tenth ounce gold eagle at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And it's you know you worry all these people, me included, right? I've got cash at home. You know my got my safety net just in case, right? I got some cash at home. A lot of people have a lot of cash at home. I'd be worried. I'd start to be real worried. Because we know when this thing finally does happen, you showing up at the bank, like, okay, we're going digital, <laughs> and you show up at the bank with a hundred grand in cash, you're going to have a problem. I'm just telling you. You're going to well, have a problem. There's, there is 87,000 more IRS agents being put on the books, and that's the kind of thing they're going to be looking for. So you might want to start uh, distributing. You're <laughs> start distributing have that a stuff. I'm just telling you, you guys know that. You're going to have a problem. You know, and Jason, you know, he brought up a really good point. We were texting, uh, typing back and forth. You know, Pizza Hut's the leader in that industry. Taco Bell's a leader. Yep. These other companies follow suit. 
Listen, this, they're telling you what's, they're giving you, kind of like the FDIC and the comptroller of the Treasury, the Fed today. Okay, we're warning you, babe, this is a proposal, but we're actually going to do this. You're going to need to raise money here real soon. We're, we're warning you ahead of time. You're getting another warning ahead of time. I'll give you a great example. My wife and I, we, we were uh, picking up a few things, just a couple of things for dinner. So we went, we were at uh, Albertsons here, uh, which is uh, like Safeway, Albertsons, you know, they're all the same. And I noticed, you know, they all got the self-checkouts now, right? Just loaded with them. Yep. Right? You're lucky if they've got two cashiers that you can bring your stuff to. And I noticed they took over half of them at the Albertsons credit card only. Yeah. This whole row, hey, if you want, you know, here, this, uh, credit card only. If you want to use cash and check out, here's a few that you can use. Everybody else card. That's another sign. That's another <laughs> sign, right, Jason? Yeah. Well, one, one of the ways that I avoid the uh, putting the coins in the machine and you lose 10% is, is I always take my big – Brooke doesn't use her coins, so she it just adds up in her purse. So she hands me the big ball of change. I go to the self-checkout where they accept cash, and I just dump all. I'm the guy that's dumping every coin in there because I'm going to save my 10%. I'm telling you, but all that's coming to an end. Isn't it? I've noticed it depends on the neighborhood, Joe, right now as far as how much they're doing the uh, the credit card-only machines. If it's if you're in a, a more you know, richer neighborhood, they're really going to the credit card-only. If you know if you're in a little poorer neighborhood, they're, they're, of course the cash is still more relevant there, but it's it's changing. It's coming. It is coming. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Yeah, it's time to beef up that portfolio for sure. Jason and I, we've got a great half-empty cup coming up next. Stay with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 